Hi, and welcome to Leitrim Daily. You're listening to episode 138 of the podcast. Today, it's our What's On Guide, and I'm your host, Orla McNabola. On today's episode, we'll be hearing about what performances the Dock Arts Centre have coming up this week. We hear from the Committee of Antostal in Drumshambo ahead of their race night fundraiser at the weekend. North Leitrim Women's Club are preparing for their Christmas market. Anna Duff GAA are also getting festive this weekend during their organised fun run. You'll hear more about that in a while. It's been chilly in Carrick Cineplex the last while with the release of Frozen 2. And while the Leitrim Sports Star Awards are over, the hardcore sporting action remains throughout the county this weekend. First though, since Tuesday last, the Glen Centre in Manor Hamilton have been hosting Splother Theatre Company and they've been putting on nightly performances of Eclipsed, written by Patricia Burke-Brogan and set in a Magdalene laundry in 1963 is this play. It actually wraps up with its final production tonight, Thursday the 28th, but after tonight's showing there'll be a Q&A session and also there'll be a guest speaker. The guest speaker is Caelan Hogan, who is the author of Republic of Shame, Stories from Ireland's Institutions for Fallen Women. So Caelan will be on hand tonight in the Glen Centre to answer any questions you may have. Then tomorrow night, Friday, the Glens are hosting the magnificent Carducci String Quartet all the way from the UK. Trassa Nealan from the Glen Centre let us know all about it. On the 29th, we have the Carducci Quartet for everyone who loves classical music. These are meant to be a fantastic group. They have fantastic reviews from the Washington Post and the Guardian. And tickets are 17 euro or 15 euro concessions. So I wouldn't miss them. They're fantastic. And so after talking to Trassa, I had to hear more about this quattro. An internationally renowned Anglo-Irish string quartet based in the UK, the versatile and award-winning Carducci String Quartet. They've done it all. They've performed everything from brand new quartets, classic works. They've even partnered with folk rock icon Ian Anderson of Jethro Tull. And they're bringing works of Haydn, Dvorak, Boydell and Morin, to name but a few, alive in Manor Hamilton tomorrow night. And so earlier I spoke to one quarter of the quartet, Owen Schmidt-Martin. Welcome Owen. Thanks Orla, thanks for having me on. Owen, you're a viola player with the quartet. Can you tell me a little bit about yourselves and where you originated and how you started off? Yeah, sure. Um, so I, I'm from Cork uh, originally, um, and actually half the quartet is Irish. Um, so my wife, uh, Michelle, is also from Cork. So um, yeah, I, I, I grew up in Cork City and started playing the violin when I was about, I suppose, seven or eight years old. Um, and then I changed to the viola when I was about, I think, about 12. Um, and then I continued continued on playing, playing up until uh, when I got to college, um, at which at which point I kind of thought I'd dabble with becoming a lawyer. So I did a law degree, but then very quickly decided, no, actually, I wanted to be a musician. So uh, at that point, um, I, I moved over to the UK to study. So I went to the Royal Academy of Music in London uh, to do a postgrad there. And at the same time, uh, Michelle uh, kind of moved. We both moved to London together. And she actually joined the quartet at that point. There, They had a change of second violin. Um, and Michelle joined it. And then when I finished studying, uh, I ended up joining the quartet kind of straight after finishing studying. And uh, we've been living in the UK ever since. And the rest is history. So when did you roughly start off? How long are you on the go? Well, so the quartet it actually got its name uh, in 1994. 
seven, I think it was. Okay. So it's been going a long time. It's been going a long time. But um, so Michelle joined uh, is about, I think it was about 2003, something like that. And I joined 2005. So in this lineup, we've been going for 14 years now. Um, so quite a long time. You've been touring quite a bit recently, I can see. So how has that been going for you? Yeah, it's good. We, I mean, we love we love touring. Uh, most of our most of our concerts we do in the UK, but we we love going uh, on trips abroad. We we had a lovely trip to Italy not long ago, and we had a bit of sun down in the south of Italy, which is great. Oh, lovely! Um, and yeah, and we've just actually just been on, on tour in Scotland, um, and now this tour now going across to Ireland. Uh, that's kind of our last last tour of the year of the year, um, but we already have some kind of. Um, some exciting trips coming up next year. We're going to Spain and Italy, Germany. Um, yeah, and so, yeah, so some very nice trips coming up. So we're looking forward to those. So for people who go along to your concert in the Glen Centre this Friday night, what kind of music can they expect to hear? Right, well, so, I mean, we, I suppose we kind of, we generally play quite a mix of um mix of genres. Um, but, I mean, it's mostly within, we'll say, the kind of the classical you know, um, what, what you would consider classical music. So, uh, you know, uh, so this program now we're going to be playing on the on the tour coming up, uh, we're going to be playing um, pieces by Haydn and Dvorak, which they would be very, very well-known um, uh, classical kind of uh, pieces um, that are very, very kind of uh, easy to listen to, very nice, uh, beautiful music, beautiful melodies. Um, but then we're also going to play, um, there's a kind of a bit of an Irish connection. in. Uh, so we're going to play a piece by uh, an Irish composer, Brian Boydell, um, which, so he lived in the 20th century, so it, it's slightly more modern kind of sounding, but it has a little bit of an Irish flavour to it. Um, and then we're also playing a piece by a composer called Moran, and he actually was English, but he had Irish family, and he ended up uh, coming over to Ireland and uh, he 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 died in Ireland, um, but he loved uh, Irish folk music. So in this piece that we're going to play by his of his, that there's actually um, some very strong Irish kind of um, connection there, and there's uh, kind of some beautiful slow airs and a, a few dances, a few jigs and things as well in it. So it's um, it's uh, yeah, it's a really really nice piece, very attractive uh, and very kind of audience friendly. It'd be great to see lots of people there at the concert. Um, we, I suppose, Michelle and I, being being Irish, we always love love coming to Ireland, and we we try as much as we can to get over to to perform there as well. Um, having having grown up in Ireland, um, and so yeah, we're really looking forward to the tour now. I see you're in Cork the night before. You must be looking forward to getting home for a bit. Yeah, yeah, we, we're definitely looking forward to getting home. Actually, funnily enough, my <laughs> my mum. Is, uh, he, she's after travelling over here to England to look after our, our two daughters while we're going over to Ireland. Yeah, Swapping <laughs> for a night. We are indeed, yeah. Owen Schmidt-Martin from the Carducci Quartet. You can catch them in the Glen Centre in Manor Hamilton this Friday night. Tickets on theglenscentre.com. Owen, thank you so much. You're very welcome, my pleasure. Best of luck. And the enthralling Carducci String Quartet are not the only classical music going on around the county this Friday night. Rumour has it that Moya Brennan and Cormac DeBarra will be in town. I'm now with Paul Cunningham, director in the Dock Arts Centre. Paul, what do you have coming up for us? 
We have Moya Brennan and Cormac DeBarra playing here on the 29th, 8pm. Two amazing harp players and they'll be joined by the full band and that'll be a really, really special gig. Moya Brennan, of course, of Clonet fame. And on Thursday the 28th and 29th, we have a, a show specially for little people called Baby's First Christmas. And that is on at 10am, 11am and 12 noon, three shows. And basically it's for mums, dads and babies to come along and enjoy. So if you if you have a little baby and you'd like to come along and have some fun with them for their first Christmas, then join us on Thursday the 28th and Friday the 29th of November. So that's what we've got coming up in the dock this week. So we hope to see some of you there. Now, calling all race heads, this Saturday night in Berry's Tavern on the High Street in Drumshambo is a novelty race night by the Untoastal Committee. They're raising funds already for the fantastic festival that is to be held next June to July. So with me now is the PRO from the Untoastal Committee, Rona McGreevy, to tell me a little bit more about it. Rona, welcome. You're flat out organising events for this weekend. Yes, we are. We have decided to run as we run an annual race night, but this year we've decided to go back to the traditional race night and, and having a novelty act to it where we've put forward to local people in the community to put forward people that they will come and take part in the race night in where they'll be widening the horse up backwards, blindfolded and a few different other ways that will be seen on the night when you come along. We have local businesses, community groups, the different services around the town are putting forward people, former colleagues also are coming forward, as well as some committee members. We're going to have music on the night with DJ DL and we'll have some finger food as well for people. And we will have a raffle and we have our booklet, which are going to be it's all our fundraising and sponsors that provided to us will be for the festival in June 28th to the 4th of July in next year. That's it, you're gearing up for next June. How can people register or get in contact? Look us up on Facebook or on Instagram. We've all our sponsors listed. If anyone else wants to give sponsorship towards it on the night, they can either message you there, send an email, or just contact any of the committee members, which are also listed on our on our website also. Without the sponsors from the local businesses and the community members, our festival wouldn't be possible to run where we try to provide a family fun festival at low cost to people and with a lot of free entertainment on it for families as well. Kicking off at half nine on Saturday night, Rona McGreevy, PRO from On Toastal. Best of luck with your fundraising and I hope all goes well and to plan for the festival 28th of June to the 4th of July next year. Thanks a million, Rona. Thank you, Orla. Now, if you don't have your Christmas shopping started yet, look no further because this weekend in Manor Hamilton, the North Leitrim Women's Centre are throwing their Christmas market. So they're very busy getting all their bits together and they're going to have a lovely display on this Sunday, the 1st of December. With me now is the office manager, Evelyn Wynne, to tell me more about it. Hello, Evelyn. Hi, good morning, Orla. How are you? You well? Not too bad. So, Evelyn, you're busy out organising yourselves for this weekend. What can people expect when they go along to the bee park this Sunday? Well, they can expect, expect about 50 souls at our market, and we've got a waiting list of about 20 people. They can expect anything from um, jewellery, home baking, novelty items, wine, cider. We have a demonstration from gunpowder gin, knitted goods, chocolates, um, and much, much more. And we have a wonderful choir actually coming at one o'clock the Sing Together Choir um, and they're coming as well to give um, a festive feel to the whole um, thing and I'm sure the big man himself in the red suit will be along later on as well 
And as well as that, it's our fundraiser for the year. The Women's Centre actually is, um, we don't get any funding for um, overheads such as light and heat and rent. So this is our big fundraiser as well. So it's quite important to you. Can you tell me a little bit about the, the centre, the North Leitrim Women's Centre? Because I know you do great things. The centre opened its doors in November um, 1999 under peace funding. And since then, we've gone to many different streams of funding. Today, we're funded under the Department of Justice, under the umbrella of the national body, the NCCWN, along with 16 other women's projects in Ireland. So we're actually based in the B Park Centre in Manor Hamilton. And we do a range of courses from computer training, arts and crafts, DIY, healthy eating, mental health programmes, personal development. And we also have a training or a drop-in centre where people can just come in and make a cup of tea, you can't sit down, have a chat, check their emails, look for stuff online. And we also have a well woman clinic, which is funded through the HSB. And we have a female doctor, Helen Fitzsimons, who comes twice a month and goes to women's health and smear checks, breast checks, any gynae problems that they might be having as well. So this weekend is very important for you because without these fundraise, you won't be able to keep going. Exactly. So this is our once chance. We also have a big draw on this weekend too as well. We came up with the idea of a Christmas bubble draw. So everybody comes and writes their name in. Um, it's five euros to enter the draw. You put your name and telephone number in the little bubble and you're in a chance of winning a thousand euros on the day plus many more spot prizes as well. There's a meal for two up for grabs as well. That's right. Meal for two in Ofta and we've got a meal for two in um, the Riverbank. Ned Maguire gives away the door prize every year from meal for two in McNeil Bistro plus the door prize on the day. It's a great social event. I suppose it's been running now for the last nine years. So people actually come just to meet each other. They might have met since this time last year, grab a cup of tea, uh, have a mince pie and just sit down and have a chat. And it's just, it's just a real feel-good factor to the day. It's just a lovely kind of start to the whole Christmas season. Just as well as supporting the Women's Centre, we're all supporting local people, local craft people who actually come for the day too as well, who have worked hard all year and look forward to market as well. No better place than to do your Christmas shopping in Manor Hamilton this Sunday. This Sunday, 12 to 4 in the Bee Park Centre. Brilliant. Evelyn Wynne, thanks for telling me all about it. Best of luck this Sunday. Not at all. Take care. Thank you. Now, this Sunday is the 1st of December, as we all know, and we are hitting the festivities fairly head on because Anna Duff GAA are organising a Santa Dash. It's a 5 or 10k fundraiser. With me now is Treasurer of the Club, Therese Charles, to tell me all about it. Hello, Therese. Hi, Orla. How are you? Not too bad. Therese, you're looking forward to this weekend, I take it. Tell me a little bit about the event for people who don't know what's going to be exactly going on. I will do, Orla. Um, this Sunday, the 1st of December, Anna Duff GAA are running their first Santa Dash. And it is a 5K and 10K walk, run, stroll, push the buggy, the whole lot for everyone from the young to the old and everyone in between. Very good. So what makes it the Santa Dash then? So what we're trying to achieve is that we're going to have runners dressed as Santa. Each runner is going to have either purchased from ourselves a Santa suit or they're going to come in their own festive outfits, being a Christmas jumper whatever they feel like dressing up for for Christmas. We're running it for the Anna Duff GA and we're also having two charities involved in it. One is Northwest Stop and the other is Felicon. Northwest Stop are a community voluntary group who provide invaluable counselling service to those in need across the northwest and west of Ireland. They're based in Manor Hamilton in County Leitrim, so it's a local 
um, charity who give counselling services to people who are in need of it. And our second charity is Felicon. Now, these are a nas- nationwide charity. They were formed by a group of bereaved parents to offer support to anyone affected by the death of a baby around the time of birth. And the organisation supports families. They help out in the hospital. They provide a little remembrance parcel for the hospital where parents who have lost a child can get some support. They can contact people and they can discuss what they have gone through. So it's a, it's an invaluable services to you parents of, who are bereaved at a very, very sad time in their lives. Well, they're two fantastic charities and well worth running around in a Santa suit for. Tell me, Therese, um, where can people go to register? We're having registration on Sunday morning from 11 o'clock at our clubhouse on the main N4. We don't have the Santa suits available now. They were pre-registered um, a couple of weeks ago. But on the day, it's seven euro for children, 15 for an adult, and max that a family will pay is 50 euro. We also have special guests arriving in Santa Claus will arrive at our clubhouse and we're inviting all the young children of the parish after the toy show if they'd like to write their Santa list and they have the opportunity to deliver it in person and post it at the clubhouse. Oh that's right the toy show this weekend I forgot about that. Yes so they'll they'll all have watched the toy show Friday night they'll all know what they want and they can tell Santa in person themselves. We're just going to have a nice festive morning. We're having a warm-up at 11.15, which will be a safety briefing as well, just for people to be mindful. We are on the main end four, so we are having a safety briefing beforehand. Then we get the races started. Following the races, we have hot chocolate, some goodies, some fruit to be part of our um, healthy club. Um, available in the clubhouse and we also have our local choir who are going to sing some carols and we've one other item that we're going to run this year at our Santa Dash is we're going to have a tree of remembrance so it's given people the opportunity to write a person's name say they're run, going to run it in memory of someone someone that they're thinking of and they can put it up on the tree while they do the run and then they're able to take the little gift tag with the name on it home and they can hang it on their own Christmas tree over the festive period. Thanks so much, Therese. Best of luck with the Santa Dash this Sunday. Thank you very much. Now, something that became a common feature of our weekly What's On Guide was to check in with Carrick Cineplex. And you might have thought in the last two, three weeks or so that Justin Farrell was perhaps listed as MIA or something. But fear not, he was just caught up in the wonderful world of Frozen 2. We're back with Justin this week and here's his update for the cinema listings for the week ahead. Hi Orla, good to be back after my hiatus. Just getting back to normality here at Carrick Cineplex following a crazy opening weekend of the global smash hit animation Frozen 2. Now kids all across the world have been crying out for the last six years for the sequel to the original Frozen and it's finally been delivered. All our shows were sold out last weekend So we strongly advised anyone who was eager to come this weekend to arrive at least 30 minutes before the scheduled start time of each showing. Our other big release this week at Carrick Cineplex is the highly anticipated Knives Out. This is an American mystery film written and directed by Rian Johnson, and it's described as a modern take on the whodunit murder mystery genre, taking inspiration from Agatha Christie. 
So Knives Out has a stellar ensemble featuring Daniel Craig, Chris Evans, Jamie Lee Curtis, Michael Shannon, Catherine Langford, Christopher Plummer. And it's definitely a movie we'd recommend to all your listeners to get in and watch over the coming weeks. So we have Le Mans 66, which must finish this coming Wednesday. And it stars Christian Bale, Matt Damon. So a lot of star power there. Can't disappoint. It is based on the story of how Ford finally managed to compete with Ferrari in the racing world. Definitely one to check out. For action lovers, we have 21 Bridges, which follows two police officers in New York as they chase after cop killers and unravel an unexpected conspiracy. And for some of your younger listeners, we have the remake of Charlie's Angels. It's directed by Elizabeth Banks and it stars Christian Stewart, Naomi Scott and Ella Belinska. Finally, on Thursday of this week, we have our last screening in this season's Film Society, and it is Marianne and Leonard, Words of Love. This documentary slash movie follows the complicated love story between the well-known Leonard Cohen and his Norwegian muse, Marianne Ellen. So there's been a lot of interest in this movie, and we have quite a large number of tickets already sold. So we advise to arrive as early as possible to ensure good seats. So I'll just give a quick run through of everything coming up this week. We have Knives Out, Charlie's Angels, 21 Bridges, Le Mans 66, Last Christmas. And our film society again is Marianne and Leonard on Thursday evening. For the kids then, we have Frozen 2, which we recommend strongly to arrive as early as possible before scheduled start time. We have The Adams Family, Sean the Sheep, Abominable, and our Sydney Kids movie at 12 o'clock on Saturday is Maleficent. For all times and more information, you can check out carrickcineplex.ie or our Facebook and Instagram pages, carrickcineplex. Thanks, Orla, and we'll talk to you soon. Now, the Leitrim Sports Star Awards are behind us, but that doesn't mean there's any end to the action anytime soon. A full weekend packed with sporting action, and Breffney's here to tell me all about it again. Hello, Breffney. Hello to you too, Orla. Yeah, the Sports Star Awards kind of, they nicely bookend the year, but there is still a lot of sport taking place. Obviously, last week we mentioned Dean Clancy. He won a National Elite Championship on Friday night, a bit late to be considered for the Sports Star Awards. He is a Sligo man, but he does box out of the Sean McDermott Boxing Club in Manor Hamilton. So, and still only 18, just gone 18. He's so doing he well for himself. He would have been eligible to win the under 18 award, which is phenomenal. In terms of this weekend, we do have some action on the pitch. The under 15 GA final is still taking place. So that is has just run on long, long time. They went to a playoff and ended up with two extra weeks, and that's why it's still going on into the last weekend of November. Well, Glencar Manor are in action. They play Gortletra in that final in Balnamore over the weekend. There's plenty of club AGMs taking place. I'm not going to go into detail on all of them, but over the next two or three weeks ahead of the convention on the 15th of December, I think. It's a Sunday. It's that middle Sunday in December, and that will decide who's going to be the next chairman of Leitrim County Board. It's also going to decide some of the other bits and pieces that are going on across the county. Um, Not a lot of change, really, in terms of motions or in terms of personnel, but or at least in terms of elections for personnel. But interesting to see how things are going in the Secretary's report should be interesting after a particularly good year for the Gaelic Games in the county. In terms of rugby, a bit quiet this week. No games in Connacht for both Carrick and Sligo's reserve side. 
but Sligo are in action at home on Saturday afternoon at 2.30 against Black Rock, who are top of that uh, Division 2B table in the All-Ireland League. So that game, 2.30, Sligo 7th in the table out of 10, just need to keep that victory to keep themselves in touch. They're at home. They did play BlackRock in the promotion relegation playoffs last year. BlackRock were relegated eventually. Sligo ran them close and only for, I don't like blaming referees, but only for a couple of very, very suspect refereeing decisions. I think Sligo had four yellow cards, four sin bins in the day and lost by a point, having been 15 or 16 points up midway through the second half. So um, they'll be looking to, to kick on and maybe get a bit of a reprieve against a team that would traditionally be seen as one of the stronger sides in the country. So they're way down in Division 2B at the moment and Sligo will be hoping to take a pretty big scalp. They, their last league game was two weeks ago against Greystones. Away, Greystones were top of the league. They're now joint top of the league. So it's two tough tasks for Sligo in back-to-back weekends. They obviously qualified for the Connacht Senior Cup last weekend with a great win over Galwegians in Galway. They'll play Corinthians in the final of that the Saturday before Christmas. So been a really good year for Sligo so far in terms of soccer and I don't have the fixtures to hand for this weekend for the local games but uh, some good news in terms of funding that's been awarded to the Sligo Leitrim League they have received just under 200,000 euros towards an all-weather facility in McSharry Park in Sligo and that will be used to facilitate games so for example Carrick Town's game last week wasn't played in Carrick because the pitch wasn't available probably down to the weather I don't know that for a fact but it was moved to Sligo IT where they play their game so it does mean that they have extra options unfortunately most still in Sligo but they do have options to play games uh, down in Sligo but yeah that's quite enough week but things are beginning to come to a bit of a, a bit of an end for the year the weather doesn't help nobody really wants to be outside at this time of year but uh, still some a little bit of silverware to be decided over the next couple of weeks thanks million Brefney no problem and so that's the scale for another week if you're not listening to classical music this weekend, you could be out supporting our under-15s, singing along to Frozen 2 in the cinema, shopping for gifts in Manor Hamilton, racing horses in Berry's Tavern, or even running around Anna Duff in a Santa suit. Plenty to see and plenty to do. So make sure you get out and support the county's events. After all, Ninyarka Kerla Kela. That's it from me for today. I've been Orla McNabola and this has been The What's On Guide, episode 138 of Leitrim Daily. Thanks for listening in. Bir schacht an Maya Griff. Looks good, Jay Shiv Slan.